0: So the first strategy recommendations that we're going to hear are from Eddie Rodriguez, who is from the Smile and Wave America Project. And we spoke to him in episode 33 and he was sharing his story of his 2,000 mile walk where he was aiming to spread and achieved spreading 10 million smiles. And it was such a fun episode because he's just such a warm happy person spreading this joy and this happiness through the simple power of a smile. So here are his recommendations.
1: Now, one of the things is, is, that I talked to you about the mirror work. So you stand in front of a mirror and this is going to seem really weird. And I know it was weird for me when I first did it. But when you get up in the morning, you say hello to the people or, or maybe your pets or whatever it is, you say hello to them. But how often do you say hello to yourself? People usually don't do that. But if you look into the mirror and you say good morning, like I, I, I am a little bit different and I'm animated, so I'll get in front of the mirror and I say, good morning, Eddie. How are you doing? It's so <laughs> awesome to have you in my life. You're fantastic. You're beautiful. Go out there and have an awesome day. You get yourself started in a way that shifts your mindset to more a more, you know, beautiful, abundant life. Another thing that I'd like to share is whenever somebody is talking to you and they start speaking negative, start speaking back to them in positive and don't react to that negative. See what happens. See what happens. Another one that I'd like to share is go to the go to the neighborhood store or someplace, you know, that what that there's a lot of people. Walk through there with a big smile face and start paying attention to how people react to that smile. And you're going to find that not only people that people that are going to look at you are going to smile, not everybody, but a lot of people that see you are going to smile, but you're also going to find that it's going to uplift yourself. Mm -hmm. It's going to shift you because you have that big smile and spontaneous laughter, just laugh for nothing. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is what will happen is it start opening up your life to laughing a lot more often, to being happier, to smiling more, to sharing more. The laughter can do so much in your life that it's it's sometimes difficult to describe just how much it can help you. Mm. It helped me with a cerebral hemorrhage. Mm. Helped me to get through that. So that's how I healed.
0: So thank you again to Eddie. And um, I really enjoyed listening back to that episode and editing it. And then episode 34, Again, another fantastic conversation that I loved having and loved listening back to with Tony Lloyd. And actually, he only has one strategy that he shares, and he's simplified it down to this one fantastic strategy.
2: Uh, let me just take it down to one, uh, which is just start. I, uh, I wrote a book a couple of years ago, and uh, if I took the entire book, it's like you know I did hundreds of interviews, and then I boiled it down to these ten lessons, and then I sort of summarized all the stuff. You know, if you take that entire experience, you could write it on a three by five index card, and it would say this: it would say, "Miracles find you while you're in motion." So if you're sitting on the couch and you're sitting on your hands and you're sitting still. It's almost as if you are surrounded by this giant cloud of miracles, but you don't run into them because you're just sitting so still. But it's the minute that you stand up, it's the minute that you go into motion, that you just sort of walk into this cloud of miracles. And so, you know, I use the word miracles because I like the word. It sort of gives this sort of magical Uh, connotation to it. But there are these coincidences, this serendipity, these synchronicity, these just little tiny things that happen to us on a day-to-day basis that when we're paying attention, we see them and we go, ah, there's one of those little things showing up in our lives, right? So that would be it. Just, Just start. Just start in the direction of your dreams. The resources will come.
0: So our next guest from episode 35 was Trav Bell, the bucket list guy. And I, yeah, I loved uh, Travis energy and his 12 points uh, bucket list strategy plan. You can check out his, uh, his TED talk, as he mentioned, but these are Travis top tips.
3: Number one, go watch my TED talk, go to my website, obviously, and, and you'll suss out, you know, what this whole bucket list concept is all about. And it's not what you think. So go watch that. Number one, put a pen, you know, put a pen to paper, actually write this shit down as well. Number two, look at, look at designing a typical perfect day. Like I was saying before, look at how you want your typical day to go from when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed at night. Also, start to make the firm decisions, the hard decisions on what you truly want to have happen in your life. You know, the things that you want, the people that you want and the kinds of, kinds of experiences and the kind of work that you want to do Look at all the things that you truly want to put into that typical perfect day. And then the second, make those hard decisions on modifying them, on culling them, totally getting rid of them, deleting them to automate them, delegate them uh, or eliminate them because life is way too short. True? Mm, at true. the time that we've got left, it should not be taken for granted. It can be cut short really quick. We know that now more than ever. So, don't take it for granted. This is everyone's life, and don't get to the end and have regrets.
0: Uh, so next up, episode thirty-six, we were joined by Nicole Eisler to talk all about sensitivity and how is actually a superpower because it's something that gets uh, a bit of a bad rep uh, sometimes. And so, as a fellow sensitive, I really enjoyed uh, connecting with Nicole and uh, diving into her Facebook groups that she has.
4: I mean, first I would have to say, notice what you notice. My, my clients, they've heard this a million times. I'll never stop saying it. Not just notice, oh, I'm so stressed out, period. Huh, I'm really stressed. Why am I noticing that, right? So notice what you notice and adjust. So if you're fixated on an obstacle, you're fixated on what someone said, you're fixated on this will never work, whatever. That can make you feel very trapped, very stuck. Notice that you notice you feel a certain way and say, how am I feeling stressed? what would make me feel better right now? I could get up and go for a walk, then go do that thing, right? So that's number one is notice what you notice and adjust. And I think the second thing is, uh, I love to point out that negative thoughts are normal. That doesn't make them true. Hmm. They're just normal. Every brain is wired. There's a prehistoric part of our brain that actually looks for danger to keep you safe. We have a conditioned part of our mind called the ego. Okay, it's all normal. But when we engage with it, those thoughts as if they're truth and now we're defending in our own mind or we're taking in so just know that negative thoughts are normal that does not make them true you actually get to decide what is true for you which brings me uh, to number three I said earlier but it's my fave (laughs) is to really get good at talking to yourself versus listening to yourself if those negative thoughts are rattling you're stepping out of your comfort zone to do something new and exciting. And your ego starts freaking out. Oh my God, what if they laugh? What if they don't accept it and all this? Just say, that doesn't have to be true. What do I need to hear right now? I need to hear that I'm doing this for a good reason. This feels good for me. This is what I'm here to do. Someone out there may need to hear this from me today. And that is what will help you override those negative thoughts. They mean nothing. I always say, let them pass by like clouds in the sky. That's all Mm -hmm. they are thoughts, right? Create your own uh, belief system, your own structure, your own that's where the, we can use the words in our mind, they're all energy, and that can help you activate that confidence, that conviction, um, that joy, that possible feeling. That's, and that, that just that simple process. Do, 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 do oh, Notice what I notice. Am I fixated an obstacle? What's a different way to look at it? What do I need to hear right now? And move into action on something you can do something about, and you will find that you will get, you'll get, just better outcomes, you'll feel more relaxed. And, and you'll start to see it's not just the end all goal happens. And every it's who you become, right? It's how you get to feel along the way. If you have such a great big dream and goal, but you feel crummy along the way, that's not fun. That's not let's do it different. So I would say those those three.
0: So on episode 37, we were joined by Token Kani, aka Redhead Runaway, aka Ryan, who uh, was yes yeah, so fun uh, to chat to. We talked about gender identity, different gender expressions, that experience. Also the metric versus imperial system, which I'm sure is something that you didn't, didn't know you needed, <laughs> you needed to hear. Uh, I loved, again, chatting to Ryan and uh, yeah, here are his top tips for you.
5: Um, The biggest tip I can give you is to literally stop caring. So push, like a practical way to do it is to push yourself. So if you are someone who wears light, like if you're a woman or a queer person that wears light makeup, one day wear bold. Like one day I did this thing for a week where I just wore a different color lipstick every day of the week. And some of them I hated but it's just a, it gives you a chance to explore and try different things and see what you do like because i i think most people specifically like cisgendered people because queer people we tend to explore no matter what um they have this little bubble of like what they're allowed to do and they don't think that they can go outside of it but who made those rules so so just challenge yourself like every now and then just do something different if it's a um, I want to wear different eyelashes today or I want to wear this color eyeshadow. Just do it. It doesn't matter if it's bad. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. It's just the fact of like, no, I kind of like this or no, I hate this. And it lets you learn more about yourself. And that's cool. Um, brain dump is great. So I use it in my Gudo. It's just literally like at the end of the night, and the beginning of the day, just get everything out of your, your brain, right? Whatever you're thinking on it, a sheet of paper and then just decide what matters and what doesn't. It helps sleep. It helps you just focus on what you're doing and it's a really nice way to um just kind of like sort what's going on in your head without forgetting anything because it's physically in front of you journaling is really good i like journaling um oh and find your thing like find the one thing that you really like and it doesn't matter who cares it doesn't matter if you have to share it with somebody or or if it's just like i like listening to for me i love love um classical music uh, Ludovico Nadi is one of my favorite composers of all time. He's very heavy on piano and violin. And so I will just, I have one song that's actually tattooed on me that he, whenever I'm stressed out, I just sit down, put that song on and close my eyes and just like sit there while the song is playing. It's just a way to kind of like depressurize from everything. It's It's a way to take myself out of everything and just like open the tube and let everything drain out so that I can get back to zero and then keep going. And sometimes it's really important. like Even if you have deadlines or anything, it's really important to just have this moment to be like, Mm-mm, full stop, reset, we're done. And, and understand that you are allowed to take that time. A balloon can only get so full before it pops. So if you're stressed out, find the one thing that relaxes you. And it doesn't matter what it is. When I was in college, it was a two liter of orange soda and a caramel bar like that that was that's what did it for me i would just come home i would drink drink a two liter soda eat a candy bar probably cry and watch tv and then 20 minutes later i was fine it's just that one thing that like lets it happen it's it's allowing yourself to be vulnerable and understanding that being vulnerable doesn't mean weak like they're not the same thing and you have to allow yourself that time
0: in episode 38, we were joined by Tiffany Mensah to dive into uh, childhood domestic violence, PTSD, uh, loads of really, really important stuff. And Tiffany had some great tips to share with us. So these are hers. So
6: I'm going to start it with a quote. And it's the quote that my, my counselor said to me. And I was like, oh, and it's such a profound quote that I keep it. He says, airplanes with a lot of baggage can't fly. It's up to you to take your own healthiness into your own hands as it pertains to your mind, soul, and body. So what bags do you need to take off the plane? And that was just so like, yes. And I use that because the first thing and the first tip I can say is acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is key and because you have to identify what you need to heal from. So acknowledgement is the first step i would say and then releasing is the second tip and releasing is not going to be quick write out what your release plan looks like once you've identified this happened to me then who would you write out your ideal self if none of this had to happen who would you want to be okay we can't take that away from what happened so because we can't take that away then why? how do we heal to get back to this ideal self? And from there, you make your plan on, this is what my release plan looks like because I want to get to this ideal self. So I'm going to write out that maybe counseling isn't for me, maybe realigning my friends for this. Maybe it's cutting off this type of habit, making that plan, uh, that release plan. And then once you start your release plan, And you write that down. Then my third step is to realign, realign everything around that plan because your future self depends on it. Your healed self depends on it. Your trauma does not define you. Your trauma does not define your life. It happened, but you take control back and say this trauma, though it hurt, though it's painful it is going to be used for the good of myself and of, of other people so they don't have to go through I'm going to be the voice for someone who doesn't have to go through so, so no one else has to go through this I'm going to be the voice for someone else to be to be healed and those are the the top three tips that I can say that I will want to give to the listeners
0: so next up I introduced two uh, episodes 39 and 40 so 39 we were joined by Sarah Griffith who is a kind of holistic healer Uh, we talked about narcissism um, and she shares her top tips with you and then a another sort of holistic focused episode with Heather Ryder who is the energy synergist and we talked about high functioning anxiety Uh, so here are both of their tips
7: something I would definitely recommend that I only touched on um, but I recommend keeping a journal keep a journal of your thoughts your feelings how you work, it's not so much a diary, it's like a diary of self. And the reason I tell people to do this is because when things are just in our head, they're just in our head and the weeks roll into months and years. But when we have a journal, even over a few days we can look back and see patterns, patterns of thoughts, patterns of behavior, and it's much easier to get an understanding of the things that are not so positive, the things that don't serve you, but that are happening in your life, the ways that you're reacting, what your triggers are, particular thoughts you have. And then you can start to see these for yourself and it starts to make sense about how and what you need to change. That's a big one.
8: Yeah, my main tip is so easy and so effective. So I would recommend that your listeners three times a day... Uh, at the same time of day, if possible, I want them to feel their feet on the floor so they can either be sitting or standing. And then when they feel their feet on the floor, imagine that there is a little ball of energy above their head that they pull through the top of their head and then they run down through their body out the bottom of their feet. And why I recommend this is that when you feel your feet on the floor, even if it's for just a brief moment, it brings you into your present awareness. You cannot be thinking about the past and you can't be thinking about the future when you feel your feet on the floor. So then, when you come back into the present moment, um, it really helps you. Particularly if you're, you know, spiraling out of control. But even if you're not at that level, if you're just feeling a little bit off, but then when you run the energy through your body, it is also a really good way to help you notice where are you holding tightness and tension? Are you clenching your jaw? Are your shoulders, you know, shrugged up all the way next to your ears? Are you taking shallow breaths? So it just helps you tap into, oh my gosh, okay, I need to relax there. Oh, okay, I need to let go there a little bit. And the more often you do this, it will become a habit just like anything else. If I find myself like not paying attention when someone's talking, like my mind is wandering, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even just hear that thing they said. I just feel my feet on the floor and it immediately pulls me back into the present moment. And I, I just have done it so much that I it's like my natural go-to.
0: Episode 41, we were joined by Tamari Richardson. Again, another fantastic conversation. I mean, all of these 15 uh, I've loved having, and Tamari has subsequently joined us for our racial injustice and mental health podcast episode. So these are Tamori's tips.
9: Love yourself. The first tip would be to love yourself amongst all things. Even when you think that you love yourself and you care about yourself, that sometimes your actions can uh, show something a little bit different, and truly loving self will keep you away from a lot of caustic situations that you really don't have to do don't have to deal with. I think respecting other people is a big one. Um, I did a podcast not that long ago with someone, and it was about women respecting women, and we were talking about how unfortunate it is that. There is not a lot of respect amongst women. So women will uh, sleep with other women's husbands, boyfriends, dishonor them and things of that nature. But I think that goes along the lines of karma. So if you're respectful of other people, not just women, people in general, then I think you have to worry less about uh, calamity and things befalling you because you're doing as much as you can in the right direction. None of us are perfect and we're all gonna fall short. But there are just some things as a human being that you do not do. If it's going to inflict and wreak havoc on someone else's lives, we have to be governed by honor and integrity above everything else. And as long as those things are in place, everything else will fall fall in line. Uh, Probably the third thing that I would say is um, follow your dreams. Don't put you on hold for anyone. Don't put you on hold for kids because guess what? They'll be grown. And you'll be 60 and 70 trying to figure out your life. There's nothing wrong with those ages. They're wonderful. But as we're getting older, it makes it harder. Follow your dreams. If you have a passion for something, let no one tell you you can't do it. Someone may not see it, but there's someone out there that's waiting for it. And they deserve to have you give it to them.
0: Episode 42, we were joined by... Claudia Kabaya, who is a trainee counsellor, yoga instructor, Ayurveda, holistic self-care prat- practitioner. So quite, yeah, a kind of a holistic, slightly different focus to some of our episodes. Um, but again, this is what I love, having lots of different perspectives and different strategies. So you can really just have a pick and mix and, and, and figure out what works for you. So these are Claudia's tips. First, don't be afraid of anything. Get rid of fear.
10: Fear is the number one block for self-realization and happiness. Do whatever you need to get rid of your fears. Uh, see a professional, uh, talk therapy or whatever therapy, and um, just try to to discover what is the source of your fear and get rid of them. You're going to feel liberated. And that uh, will set the ground for Uh, number two probably my advice would be to not neglect your spiritual aspect right and when you are grounded in this spirituality uh, it's going to help you with everything else it's going to help you get rid of your fears you're going to feel this peace that everything is okay everything is the way it is quarter reason as painful as it may be stay strong right and believe in yourself That's another advice that I always tell people. Believe in yourself. And we hear that a lot and we put it aside, but really think about it. Believe in yourself, your true self. And your true self is your soul, right? Mm -hmm. Your spirit, your light consciousness. So always go back to that in any situation and ground yourself in that. And a third advice I would give to people is to maybe go in nature, you know, sometimes we're so disconnected from nature. Um, We we live in an office all the time in an apartment or a home surrounded by electronics and uh, rushing. And so take care of yourself and be in contact with nature. It's it's healing, it's grounding, walk on the grass barefoot, you know, uh, take time for yourself, no phones, no internet, no people just connect be around trees it's there's a lot of energy in nature that we are just not doing and that it's very important for health mental health balance well-being and physical health
0: episode 43 we were joined by the amazing sheila Kay, and again sheila with tamori joined us in episode 45 for that bonus episode and so with sheila we were talking about post-traumatic stress disorder uh, and her experience of that these are Sheila's top tips.
11: Turn the camera around. So that means the first thing when you wake up in the morning, of course, your your mind is flooded. It's flooded. Pause. Put it on pause right there. Assess yourself first. Know you've got this, that, and the other to do, but pause. I don't know how. Most people wake up, but when I wake up, I'm fully unaware what time it is, what day it is, where I am, and then it all floods in. Oh, this is the day I'm going to talk to Hannah. This is, I say, put that on pause, turn that lens, and and give yourself an assessment of where you are, and start from there. I also make it a habit daily to be selfish. It's okay to be selfish by nature. I know in my mind and heart that I'm very, very generous, but outside influence will have you think you're the most selfish person in the world and you're doing everything you can. So since you're going to be called selfish anyway, take some time and be selfish, give to self, whatever it is. It could be something you treat yourself with. It could be selfish, just sitting. Sometimes I just sit quiet, no TV, no phone. I'm not answering the phone. I'm turning the phone off and I'm gonna be selfish. And then choose what you are going to fill that time with. If if being selfish means I'm gonna take an hour to myself now, what am I gonna fill that time with? Prepare in advance, like you would doing anything else. Prepare in advance, the next time I get that break, how am I gonna fill that for Sheila, for Hannah? What do I want to fill that with? Because if not, as you know, your mind will be very glad to fill in fill in, fill in the blanks for you. So plan, plan for yourself just like you plan for others, for your job, for your meals, for your family, plan purposeful planning to me. I'll even write it down. Okay, next Tuesday, of course, and I'm, I'm going to do this when we could go out. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to go here. Now, uh, where I am, I'm in Lawrenceville, Georgia, near Atlanta, Georgia. And the state is on lockdown. And so now my purposeful planning is things like I'm going to take a walk. And I did that the, the last two days. And My husband was home yesterday and look, trying to give me the puppy dog look. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going for a walk. There's very little I can do, but this walk is for me. I don't want to think about you, the cat. I don't want to think about anybody. So that's the second. The second thing is plan for yourself. Be a little selfish. If that means you have to get a little pushback, you're going to get it anyway. You're going to get pushed somewhere, even if it's internal. You, you'll get pushed back on.
0: Episode forty-four. We were joined by Alexis Jane, and we really dove into confidence in this episode and the real importance of confidence. Uh, so these are Alexis's, that's a bit of a tongue twister, <laughs> these are Alexis's top tips for
12: you. So one of the tips that I would like to share with you is more about coming back into self um, and then I'll get into confidence. So I know that I can't see the listeners, but I'll get you to do this with me if you can. So putting one hand on your forehead and then one hand at the base of your neck. And then I want you to close your eyes and then I want you to focus on your breath. So I want you to breathe in for five and out for five. And then breathing in for five and out for five. And I really want you to feel in to your body. Listen to your heartbeat. And really come back into self. And so what happens when you put your hands on the front of your on your forehead, and when you put your hand behind your head, you're touching pressure points, which means that you're getting circulation happening with the blood flow in your brain. So if you're having, if you're going through a stressful moment in time or you want to come back into self, if you're not feeling grounded, this is a really beautiful exercise that you can do by yourself or you can get somebody else to do it for you. My daughter loves it when I do it to her when she's laying down. Mummy, can you do that thing to me? And my partner loves it if he's going through a stressful time. He's like, can you just touch my head and put your hands here? And um, it just really brings you back into self and really just calms, calms you down. So that's one of my tips, which I love. That's a really beautiful one. I find that that's quite powerful When it comes to breathing, because I do this exercise when I do um, talks at at networking events and at least one person generally in the networking events will tell me that they felt dizzy by focusing on their breath because it's the first time in a long time they've actually put that much oxygen into their body because they hold their breath a lot. So that's quite powerful to come back into self. Now, in regards to confidence, and I mentioned it, earlier is getting really clear on what it is and who you actually are that's a really powerful exercise to understand and to be able to and it's just and asking yourself throughout the day if you if you're not feeling confident and you're starting to get a little bit of anxiety switch the labeling of feeling nervous to excited because you're actually it's the same feeling nervousness and excited is the same feeling as just how you label what that is. So switching, just just doing that little little tweak in your mindset to actually, am I nervous or am I really excited to do this? And having, and having a powerful vision. That's probably my third one to have. It's having a really powerful vision to tap into. So know what your big vision is and have it somewhere where you can see all the time so that you can tap into the reason that you're doing what you're doing is for the bigger collective, for the bigger the bigger vision in your world and, and knowing what that is.
0: So episode 46 was our first recording with the duo, although it actually came out after another bonus episode. And we were joined by Nicole and Laura from Psyched Podcast. So they have psyched convos on relationships, uh, personal growth, psychology, all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about emotional abuse and the impact of that and again you know i'm sort of uh, referencing what people were talking about on their episodes but really for the the strategy a lot of these are very general that that they could apply for anyone whatever uh, experience you've had what, what you've gone through so even if you've not experienced emotional abuse there's still a load of great content in that conversation and all of these conversations to explore
8: so something that i've recently been doing and i've started to notice When I do it, I also start implementing it or thinking about it more throughout the day as well. And that's um, doing a gratitude journal. And so I really like that because even though I am more already positively mindset focused, um, it still helps you bring that focus and that attention to the positive things that are going on. And that only allows for more positivity to come into your life. So I think that's one thing that I would say is really helpful and impactful.
13: Yes, we often, just sort of live, uh, like react to things. So we're not very intentional on how we're living our life. So I think it's really important to start building awareness of our thoughts. And there's where the meditation comes in. I think building awareness of the thoughts, recognizing how they affect you, and then actually challenging them. Because sometimes, again, our thoughts are things that really aren't fact. They tend to just be thoughts that we have throughout the day and they're typically actually very habitual and so sometimes we just sort of live in them but we're not even really recognizing that that doesn't necessarily um, mean they're they're factual and so the more we can become aware of our thoughts we'll have better ways of approaching them and knowing how to deal with them in a positive way so i would say that
0: so we're to our last two from this little strategy roundup so episode 47, we were joined by Dr. Faye Hinti. and we were talking about trauma, healing from trauma, and a lot about childhood experiences and the impact of those. And then our very last episode uh, that just came out this week, episode 48, we are joined by Jen Sugamaya, and again, a lot about healing and self-love and the importance of Learning to love ourselves, which is something that I love to talk about (laughs) on the podcast. So I loved talking to Jen because I think we had a similar perspective on uh, some of the things that are really beneficial for that healing process and really making the most out of life. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to hear Dr. Fay and then Jen. The
14: first one is forgiveness. No matter what must have happened to you or done to you, the ability to forgive, it's a big, big, big thing in experiencing new life inside of you and setting out to meet those goals. Forgiveness is really powerful because it unhinges the limiting mindset. Because many times when, you know, um, people have gone through um, negative things, whether it's trauma or they've been victims of one thing or the other that has really negatively impacted their life and it's still stored there. It sets into the thinking pattern that that person did that to me. So they owe me so much. Do you see the powerlessness in that? And yes. I don't, in any form or fashion, minimize what happened in any form or what someone could have done or did do. However, in order to unlock that and overwrite that negative impact so that they can use that as fuel to propel themselves forward, forgiveness is necessary. Forgiveness is not for that person. Forgiveness is for you because that negative thinking or that painful event or that painful memory is being relieved inside of you every time you think about the situation or you think about the person because you have not forgiven. So that forgiveness, when people are able to see that it's not for the other person, it's for you. You forgive them and also forgive yourself. Forgive yourself, maybe, if it's in a case that you felt that, oh, I should have known better, but I didn't. You have to forgive yourself by releasing the entire account, the pain associated with that. It means you're going to let it go. And you're going to now see and use that as the positive to propel you forward. So forgiveness is very important. And I always say, you know, you're forgiven when there's no longer pain attached to the memory. Rather, there's gratitude. And that's why, you know, the person I said that was asking me that, oh, I'm thankful for that. Well, there's gratitude that positive results came out of it positive result of the peace, the joy that you now have that you didn't have before, if it was causing you health problems, now you have good health. If you were no longer aware before, now you have the self-awareness to be able to uh, monitor those thinking patterns. Those are all good things that came out of the fact that you took the step to forgive. So forgiveness is one of the strategies to living a purposeful, meaningful life. The um, second thing is the aspect of ability to forgive. It frees you on the inside now to experience new things. So forgiveness, almost look at it as a lead. It puts a lead on you. So first you have to forgive and you take that lead off. Now it opens you up to experience life in a new way because you've been experiencing life one way before, but now because you have forgiven, and I want to say this because I don't want it to sound so easy because I know it's not, especially depending on the level of trauma that people have to deal with. So every single one, but it's a process. You begin it with the determination that you will achieve that goal. You will get there. You will release the um, occurrence. You will release the person or the people involved. And now you want their best. And you recognize that, boy, they do need help too. And you do release all that. And now you see the good that is done inside of you, health-wise, your inner healing and all that. Now it frees you up. the second thing. The forgiveness now leads you to experience life in a new way. Experiencing life in a new way, it's really important in living life um, purposefully and moving on. Because refusing to let go keeps you in the status quo and keeps you in the same repetitive pattern of thinking of life. And so in order to break loose from that, the need is there. Number one, to forgive and forgiving now leads you to live and experience life in a new way. But if you stay in the status quo, you don't confront those things. You don't um, embark on your journey of healing, of restoration, of wholeness. You will never know what is out there for you to experience life in a new way.
15: Well, we talked about the trigger words, and I think that that's a very good, easy one. And so think about something that makes you happy And again, all the feelings around it, because I want you to really think about when, so when you start to pull yourself up out of a situation, where are you? So the birth of my, my best friend's son, I mean, it was like happiness. Like I could feel his smooth little baby head, like, you know, just all the feels, right. Um, and when your blood pressure starts to rise, when you start thinking negative thoughts, when you start getting into self self hate talk, you know, or I can't or whatever, you say that word. I think, I think that is, that is a very powerful thing. Again, going back to the date yourself and, and, and I I don't want people to get confused with, yeah, but I'm married. How can I date myself? That is, that is, that that these are two entirely different things. This is, I want you to treat you like you would date you. That's it. You hold yourself to a certain standard and you're just, this is, it comes down to you. And I, and I always tell people be selfish about yourself you know, because when you're at your best, you can give your best. So I know some people, you know, yeah, but I got three kids and I got two jobs and, you know, I got, I have all these things and, you know, yeah, but they need you to be at your best so that you can give your best. Right. And, and how do you be at your best? You, you treat yourself the way that you should be treated. Right. And, and so date yourself, do those little things. You don't have to go spend a lot of money. This is just take 30 minutes and take that walk so you can clear your mind or whatever, just find a little bit of time, make it, make it fit in your life. And, and I will say, we, we didn't talk about this yet, but clutter, clutter is a huge thing. Um, and was actually one of the first things that I I have a chapter called minimize to maximize. And, I, I went after two things, like what was the clutter that didn't serve any purpose? And then what were those toxic things in your life that you could get rid of? And if you think about a counter, like if you're going to clean a counter and the counter has just a ton of things all over it, it takes a long time to clear everything off, clean it all off. Right. Or you end up just kind of cleaning around all the items. And then it's like not really a clean counter because you can't really get to everything. Right. If you're so, but if you, if you only have those things that you need on the counter, then it takes two minutes versus 10 minutes. So if we just have all these clutter, if we have all this clutter in our lives, then it's harder for us to to see what's truly purposeful and we're just dealing with things. So I went through my life for people places, things, and ideologies, all four of those areas. And I started to, you know, if I didn't wear the shirt, get it out of my closet. My my necklaces, I got a t- rid of a ton of necklaces. That was so liberating for me because I didn't have to go through all these necklaces and t- untangle them every day that I wasn't going to wear anyway. I just went down to five. I only need five. So just bring it down, you know, start to unclutter your life. And again, people, places, things, and ideologies and just see, A, what are those low hanging fruit, those easy things to get rid of? And then what's toxic in your life that is weighing you down? Everything in the middle, don't worry about. Um, Those can come at another time. But those are the three things that I would say is, is the trigger words, date yourself and minimize those things in your life that really aren't serving you a purpose, get rid of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that are really meaningful.
0: So yeah, that is it for the third strategy roundup. Thank you to all of the guests that have been on over these past 15 episodes and for the amazing insights and tips and uh, stories that they've shared with us. And I hope you've got a lot out of, uh, out of listening. Um, and if there's any that you've missed, then, uh, you know, if you've listened to this and you've heard their thoughts, their perspective, then I would encourage you to go back and to check out uh, those episodes um, and take a listen. But yeah, that that is everything. And we will be back Wednesday with uh, our, our regular broadcasting, as they say. <laughs> but yeah, this is something you can return to anytime. You just need a boost of some practical ideas of things that you can put in place and have a go at to have a massive impact on your well-being. So take care and I'll see you Wednesday.